0: time time today. He's delivered us time after time. He's made a way. He's healed. He's saved. He's sanctified time after time today. Hallelujah. Give him some praise up in this place today. If you know what I'm talking about today, this place should be going nuts right now. Hallelujah. Hold my world in your
1: hand. I believe that your
0: so many times we focus on our failures and we just completely discredit His grace. Just completely discredit it. And I'm just here to tell you today that His grace is awesome. It's greater than any addiction, any failure, any scar, any hurt you're dealing with today. My God is greater. He didn't die in vain. And He's alive and well today. So can we sing this before we end? If you know this, sing it from your heart.
1: you never will and I may be weak but your spirit's strong in me and my flesh may fail, but my God you never will May fail, but my God, you never will. I may be weak, but your spirit's strong in me. My flesh may fail, but my God, you never will. Lord, a hand clap of praise in this place today.
2: Any spark can set a great forest on fire. Once spoken, our words begin blazing a trail through the hearts and lives of those around us. One kind word can demolish guilt. It can inspire hope. But the same words have also embraced hatred and executed innocence. Once spoken, our words scorched their feelings and emotions on a level that only they can produce. Your words set up a chain of events beyond your control and of which you will never know one word can destroy beliefs, harden hearts, or cultivate hatred. But they can also demonstrate faith, display forgiveness, and nurture love. The power of life and death lies in a single word, and we, the image of God, have this power in one word.
3: you've you've heard the saying before that uh, he's been hurt before or you know watch out she's only going to hurt you but really really think about that Uh, we are hurt by what people do and some things that people say to us and you know I just want to take you back on a little journey of uh, some events that happened in my life and how they affected me man, what's
1: up? Hey, I gotta talk
3: to you. Alright, man, what's going on? What's going on today?
1: Um, well, me and the gang were talking. Yeah,
3: yeah, well, what? what, what,
1: what? Well, I got elected spokesperson of the club. that's awesome. As you know, you're welcome. And we were talking, and uh, we're gonna build a treehouse. Oh, a treehouse, yeah. Yeah, pretty awesome. Can I help? Can I help? Um, here's the problem. Um, we don't really want you to help us.
4: Oh, why not? Oh, well, the guy said you would weigh us down.
3: What do, you, what do you mean, weigh you down?
4: Um, let's face it. You're huge. You're pretty hefty for a five-year-old. You're fat.
3: No, but, but my mommy just says I'm chunky.
4: Peanut butter's chunky. You're
3: fat. But but Daddy, Daddy just says I'm big-boned.
1: Dinosaur's dyer, dyer, have big bones. You're fat.
3: But, but Grandma and Grandpa just said I lost a lot of weight this summer.
1: I think you found it again. Sorry.
3: You, you know, you've, you've heard the saying that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me. Well, I'm here to tell you today. That's one of the biggest lies you've ever been taught. Because you see words can cut us so deep so we need to learn to let go of those words and realize who we are in Christ because we can't base our self-worth on what other people think of us we have to base our self-worth on what on Christ and our relationship with him but let's face it it's not that easy you know as we get older you know we tend to hold on to hurt just a little bit longer and you know the thing about being hurt is it can happen from somebody who's really close to you and someone you trust just like a best friend. Hey,
5: Shelley. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> I can't believe
5: we talked for 3 hours last night. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. We just we just really clicked. Yeah. I know I was supposed to call you for him, but you're right. It's we just got chemistry. Hey, Hey, look, I'm going to be totally transparent right now. I think you could be my density. Oh, oh, that did not come out right. (laughs) I meant to say my destiny, destiny, not my density. That was stupid. Okay. All right. Yeah. Listen, I'm just going to put this out there. I'm just going to say it, but I think, I think I may love you. Yeah, I know. I I know it's so sudden, but you know what? I I feel so strongly. I stayed up last night and I wrote you a song. (laughs) Wait wait a second. You want me to sing it to you right here on the phone? Okay. Okay. All right. Here it goes. All right. Okay. Here we go. Oh, Shelly, all alone, she holds on, holds on. Oh, Shelly, what? No, I didn't rip that off of Steve Perry. No, I'm, I, I wrote that. I, look, I, I don't have all the words ready yet, but 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 I'll, I'll, I'm I'm working on it. It's it's a work in progress. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah yeah I know it's. It, listen, I say, what? Yeah, okay, yeah, I can do that. You want a picture of me sitting behind the drum set? Okay, I'll send it to you. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, Wait a second. Hey, uh, I've got to go. I will call you later. Okay. All right. Bye. What's up, man? What is up, my brother? What's up,
0: man?
4: What's happening, doing? man?
5: Doing really good.
0: Uh, who are you talking to, man?
5: Uh, I was talking to Uh-oh. my mom.
0: Talking to your mom? Okay, because yeah? I could have swore I heard singing out here. Were you singing to your mom?
5: I... Yeah, I was singing to my mom. Big deal, dude.
0: <laughs> what? Loser, What's so dude. funny about that? You're a loser. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I could have swore I heard the name Shelly. Uh, uh
5: y- yeah, you you did. I, uh, Shelley is my mom's name. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: that's profound because I thought your mom's name was Kelly. Uh,
5: Shelley is her middle name.
0: So, let me get this straight, man. Okay. Your mom's name, humor me, is Kelly Shelley.
5: Yeah, think about it, dude. Our last name is Benelli, Okay, Kelly Shelley Benelli. Well, that makes sense. Listen, look, she's real self-conscious about it. People make fun of her all the time. Jerk. So sometimes I uh, I, uh, I, uh, I, sing to her to make her feel better about things.
0: Perfectly normal. Sing in front of your friends here out in the open to your mom on the phone. Awesome. Yeah, good job. Okay. Oh, uh, speaking of Shelly, <laughs> uh, what did you find out? Did you talk to her? Huh?
5: Yeah. Uh, I did, yeah. Oh, here it comes. I talked to Shelly. Here it comes. I talked to Shelly.
0: Lay on me, man. Friday night date, dude. You're the best friend ever. Talk to
5: Shelly. Um, Here's the deal, man. Uh, Uh She's not actually going to be your Shelly.
0: Okay, not good.
5: She kind of wants to be my Shelly.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute, what? You're kidding me, man. Come on, (laughs) right? uh, Look, uh, she says. What she say?
5: Well, she's not into the athletic, good-looking types. She likes the, you know, artistic types, and she just. Look, I'm, I'm sorry. We we talked last dude, night. Are you serious? I, yes, I called her to tell her about you. Man. But it just we just we talked for hours. No, it was, no, we, it no, was no. Magical. No. You were supposed to talk to her on behalf of me. dude. I like this girl.
0: since, like great school, man.
5: Yeah, I know it. And we have been friends since kindergarten. Surely you're not going to let a girl come between us. Dude, come on, on man. Gosh, what are you? A million fish in the sea. Did she even like me? Yeah, dude. She she likes you a lot. Okay, good. What's the
0: deal then? She likes you, dude. Dude, she just wants to be friends with you. She said she just
5: likes
4: oh. you
0: as a friend. Dude, I would rather roll on this floor full of packs and have you square, like, lemon juice all over my body than just be her friend. Do you get that? Yeah, I get that. That's what, what are
5: you st- doing? That's stupid. Look, 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 look. look. Dude, we have been friends, like, forever. Surely you're not going to let a girl come in between us. You're supposed
0: to be my best friend, man. Dude, I am. Forever. We've Whatever. been
3: friends forever. Hey, man, you are supposed to be my best friend. see your your friends, they're just trying to make it by in life just like you are. But, you know, they're going to say things that are going to hurt you. And If we don't learn to forgive, then what we're going to do is just build a self-made prison. Because you see, the thing about bondage and the truth about it is is that we don't need other people to put us in it. We do a pretty good job ourselves of putting ourselves in that prison by comparing ourselves to others. Like, why aren't I as popular as they are? Or why am I not as athletic as they are? Or why am I not as gifted and talented as they are? And when when you let those things come into your mind and you let them... Soak into your thoughts. You just keep adding to your bondage. Or, you know, we we begin to think, well, they've got it made and they've got life so easy. Why is it so hard on me? Why is it so stinking hard on me to live? And, you know, when we begin to believe those lies and we begin to really believe them, we forfeit our freedom. And you know, one thing about bondage is, is that it can come from people who we love the most and who love us dearly. But they don't know that their words can cut you like a knife.
1: Oh, gosh.
6: Son? Hey, Dad. What happened out there today? The uh, lights got in my eyes and the ball slipped up. The lights got in your eyes? You lost the game because of that right there. Yeah, I know, Dad. The ball slipped. I'm sorry. The ball slipped.
1: Honey, quit being so hard on him. He said it was an accident.
6: The ball slipped. How many times have we practiced at 5 o'clock in the morning? I know. Sorry. Before you went to school and I went to work. Did you realize there's college scouts out there? The ball slipped, Dad. What do you want me to say? The ball slipped. Hey, Coach. Yeah, Butterfingers. Yeah, we'll practice it. Damn. Santa's still good for this week's game. You're going to play him, right? You're not crying, are you? Nope. Don't cry. I won't. Come on. Come on, get your stuff. The ball slipped, Dad. Come on, get your stuff. Don't you realize that that those are our dreams? Your dreams. Come on, Sorry. let's go. The
3: ball slipped. The ball slipped, Dad. Sorry. You know, our parents they don't they don't mean to hurt us. You know, uh, if we don't deal with those chains, you know, we can only pass them on. And if we don't find our identity in anything other than Christ and we hold on to that hurt, we only add more bars. And you know, it becomes uncomfortable and it becomes tedious. And you know, our natural tendency is to invite others into our Self made prisons. But you know that plan always backfires.
1: Hey brother, I was wondering if whoa, you.
0: Whoa, whoa, timeout. What are you doing? You always do this, okay? You just barge right in here. You didn't knock. You didn't ask. You just run right in here like this is your room. Get out. You know what to do. Jeez. Go.
1: Can I come in now? Yep. I was wondering if you could take me and my friends to school today.
0: (laughs) Whoa. Hold on. You're not doing this, okay? What? Just because you and your little geeky, nerdy friends are in high school now doesn't mean we're going to hang out, okay? Okay, when people look at you, you know what they say? They say, she's a freak. They say you're a freak. And if they find out that you're my little sister and that we're somewhat related... They're going to say, I'm a freak, okay? So look, it's not going to happen. I don't care how you get to high school. I don't care if you, like, ride your bike, if you walk, if you crawl. If you call a taxi, I'm not your chauffeur. Got it?
1: Look, it's not my fault that Dad left. Why do you always take it out on me? Whatever. Just go. You know I'm right.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm sorry.
1: sorry. You're not sorry. You're only sorry that I called you out. I'll ride my bike.
3: Hey. Hey, hey! I said I was sorry. You know, sometimes in the midst of inviting people into our, our prison cell, you know, we throw away the keys. But, you know, it's it's okay. It's, it's my sin. It's It's my secret sin. And, you know, it's cool because nobody knows about it. And, you know, just when I think I've got it under control, you know, then that's when I think that Maybe it's just got me under control. And even though no one knows about it, God knows. And when we, but we still, we still just live our lives trying to balance it out and trying to play it off like we've got it all together, like we're all cool. But sometimes and a lot of times, life falls out of balance and we just struggle to stay afloat. But then that's when I remember the words of Jesus when He said, I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. But let's face the facts here. This ain't the abundant life. See, I I can't break free. I can't break through. I can't do it on my own. I can't break out. But then I remember the words of Jesus again. He says, Come to me all who are weary and tired. And I will give you rest. And you know that's what I want. So I say, Lord, can you please, if you're willing, just come and break me out of this bondage, this self made prison, Father? Can you just break me out if you're willing? Because I can't do it on my own, I can't take it anymore. And you know what he does? He gives me the keys.
7: Life that is everlasting, a life that is worth living. but too many people are living behind the bars of hurts of yesterday, the prison of people's opinions that have been turned us into prisoners ourselves where that we cannot even enjoy life anymore. But today, 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 You can be free. Today, you can be free. Uh, The old saying is, uh, as we've heard through this service today, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. There's not any truth at all in that. None at all. I'm sure that it came from well-meaning parents. Somebody that really cared about their child or their spouse or their friend. And they would suggest to them this little rhyme or riddle of sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me. But the reality is the Bible says that the power of life and death are in your tongue. Words frame your world. And even when you're not old enough to make decisions for yourself, those we look up to, those who speak into our life, put limitations upon us by their words. They speak words in a moment, not thinking the lasting results of those words that are spoken. But the words that you release are powerful those words you release have life. The reason why the sun came up this morning is because God spoke a word and said, let there be light. And the power of that word that he spoke so many years ago is still effective here today. The power of the words that you speak over people's lives and in people's lives and say to people, having lasting results in their life. And so we have to be careful about how we use words. We need to weigh our words before we release them. Don't just haphazardly jump up and begin to speak over somebody or say something, but think about what you're saying. You're fat. You're getting fatter. And it leads to a young girl fighting for her life with an eating disorder and possibly even dying because somebody told her they thought she was getting fat. Only smart people and rich people go to college, leaving Their children with the mindset that that's never gonna happen for you. You're not smart, we're not rich, and so don't even think about ever getting a higher education. You need to learn how to live and don't get too big for your britches. You can't never do anything right, you're just like your daddy. You're never going to be anything. You're never going to amount to anything. And so we take those words and we begin to live out that life that those words have framed for us. Feeling as though that we're a failure. Feeling as though that we can never live or have anything better than what we have already experienced. So therefore, we just live in the prison of people's words no matter how much it hurts, no matter how much we try to seek the approval of other people, we can never break free from those words that have been spoken over our lives. But I want you to understand today that you can be successful, you can be educated, you can have hope, you can have peace, You can have joy, and it only comes through and by knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen. There are people sitting here today that are the product of the hurtful words that have been spoken over you. You believe the words because... They, you thought they were true because they come from people you trust. They come from people that you look up to. They come from people that, that are close to you. So therefore, they must be true. And they speak these words over us. And it's hard to forget those words that penetrate our life. Because you see, the, the, they penetrate into our soul. They penetrate into who we are. And those damaging words are like the first winter frost. It doesn't matter how much the sun comes out the next day. The damage is already done. The fruit is already destroyed. The leaves have already been destroyed. The crop will never come in. And Isaiah 53 and 4 and 5 said, Surely he bore our grief and carried our sorrows And yet we esteemed him stricken, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. When Jesus went to that cross, he went there and he went for the total man. He went there for you spiritually, He went there for you physically. He went there for you mentally. And he brought healing to every area of your life. He didn't just go to save your soul, but he went to heal your body. But he also went there to bring healing to your mind. A mind that has been tormented by the words of the past. A mind that has been structured in such a way that says this is is all the, the further that you will ever go in life. You will never be successful. But Jesus went to the cross so you could break out of that bondage, that prison wall that had been created for whoever it was that spoke into your life and told you you would never be able to do a thing. Jesus paid the price. He was the ransom for many. He did it for you and I so that you, we could have a life, not just in heaven someday, but so you could enjoy life right now. So that you can have an abundant life right now. Amen. Away with this thought that you someday, if you just struggle and you make it through here, one day it's going to be better. I know it's going to be better there. But what about now? What about now? You see, Jesus. if that was all that God wanted to accomplish is for it to be better when we get to heaven, then he could have done that. But he sent his son so that we could have abundant life in the now. Amen. He didn't just pay the price in the spirit, but he paid the price for the spirit, the soul, and the body. Isaiah says this He said it speaks about two levels of hurt. He said he was bruised. A bruise is a visible hurt, it's something on the outside of the surface in which you can look at somebody and say they are hurt. Because you see the bruise, you see the hurt, you see where their pain is. And so that bruise, and Jesus said, I've come to heal the bruise. I've come to heal that thing that people can look at you and say, You are hurting, you are broken, you are, you, you are a mess. And He said, I come to heal that bruise in your life. Amen. Bruise is something that's visible. You're betrayed by a friend. Your spouse walks out on you. You find yourself in a place where that, that you realize that you have these bruises in your life that are visible. Your marriage ends in a divorce. You, you find yourself, as we've seen portrayed here today, hurt by your parents, hurt by family members or friends. It's something that's visible. And most of the time, those bruises will have discoloration. And after a few days or a few weeks, depending on how deep the bruise is, it'll go away. But it is the next level that is most dangerous because the next level of hurt, he calls it the wound. The wound is deeper than the bruise. The danger is long after the visible scar is gone, the wound, the hurt is still on the inside. And you see, you can stab a person with a knife. Don't do it. But you could. You can stab a person with a knife and they stitch them up. And I don't know, six, eight weeks later, they take the stitches out. And unless you look real closely, you can't even see the wound any longer. But the the inside of that person is still hurting. On the inside of that person, it is still tender. It is still sore. And anybody that would try to touch that place, they resist and they pull back. And because they don't know, the person going to touch them don't know that they are still hurting on the inside. Can I tell you, there are so many people walking around today with stab wounds that nobody knows the hurt, nobody knows the pain, and you don't understand why they responded to you the way they responded to you. But the fact of it is, they seen that you was getting close to the wound. They seen that you was getting close to the place of their pain, and they don't want you touching it. They don't want you messing with it. But I want you to d- understand today that you can be wounded. You can be hurt on the inside. You can be broken. You can be messed up and looking good on the outside. We, are, we know how to put on a smile. We know how to dress up and look good. We know the words to say. And you don't know how broken that smile really is on the inside. You don't know the pain and the hurt. People think that you're doing wonderful because you've got a smile on your face. People think everything is good because it looks like you've got it going on. They say something and do something and they hit that sore spot and you withdraw or you go off on them and they begin to, they don't have any idea why that you responded the way that you did and it's not them it's your wounded. But they don't understand that. All they see is the smile. They don't know you're walking around with this wound in your life. Zechariah 3 and 6 said, and one will say to him, what are these wounds between your arms? And then he will answer those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Not everyone is set against you to hurt you. Some people don't, uh, their opinion really don't matter. I don't care what people think about me if they're not connected to my destiny. If they're not connected to my purpose in my destiny, then I don't really care what they think. But whenever it's a friend, whenever it's somebody that you trust, when you depend upon, the person that you respect, and you see that that pain, that hurt, comes from that place, because nobody, you know... People could call me fat, they could call me stupid, they could call me preacher man, they could call me whatever they wanted to, and it really doesn't matter because they're not connected to my destiny. But whenever they are connected to me, then it becomes personal. But notice with me where this is. Notice where the wounds are. The scripture says the wounds in the King James, it says what are these wounds in your hand? It speaks to me about not being able to move forward, not being able to work, not being able to build, not being able to move from where you are because of the hurt that is in your hands. How many people are being medicated today to deal with their wounds? Amen. Can I tell you I'm not against medicine? I believe in wonderful Christian counselors. I said Christian counselors. I believe in them. We've got some great ones right here at the church can help you. And if you're going to talk to people, you need to talk to people that know the word of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, But let me tell you something. Only God can heal the wound. Only God can heal the wounded soul. And so what you can do is you can talk and get biblical counseling and direction. But at some time, you're going to have to believe the word of God is greater than the word that has been spoken over you in the past. Yes, they may have been good to you yes it may have been your parents it may have been your family members but the word of God trumps every other word amen and there are some people that when you look at them you would never know they've been through all they've been through they've got a sweet spirit I know people that their children have been incarcerated I know people that have lost their children. Others have walked through divorce. They've had all kinds of trauma and tragedy in their lives. But they're some of the most sweet people that you ever want to meet. Amen. The other side of it is I've seen people that haven't walked through half of what those others have walked through. And yet they are so bitter and so ugly on the inside that nobody wants to be around them. How is it that that could happen? How is it that that could take place? I tell you, the difference is that they have learned how to lean in on a loving father. They've learned that in difficult times, in troubled situations, that they really can trust God's word. Amen. Yes, difficult times will come. Trouble will find us where we are. But the reality is that the only way that we're going to overcome this hurt, you can't hide hurt. You can't push it down. It's going to come out. It's going to come out in angry words. It's going to come out in retaliation. It's going to come out in withdrawing from people. But it will come out and it will put you in a prison that you were never intended to live in. We've learned all too well how to cover up our hurts. Men don't show hurt. Men don't cry. Real men, put on your pants and your shirt Stiffen your lip and don't let nobody know you're hurting because that's what real men do. We teach them from little. When they're playing peewee football, their arms hanging half off. And you say, come on, boy, that didn't hurt. Get out there. We'll tape it up. Don't let them know you're not hurt because they won't play you anymore. How quiet up in here today. Hurt. Girls, don't let them see you cry. Cry, if you gotta cry, cry alone. But don't let people see you cry. They'll think you're weak and you'll never make it in this man's world. You won't get that job. You won't get that promotion. Men want strong women that don't cry. And we have developed a world where that we're better at covering up our hurt than we are dealing with our hurt. But the truth of it is that we we take that hurt and we suppress it down by getting that dream job we've always wanted. We keep ourselves busy doing things we don't even enjoy just to keep our mind off of the hurt and the pain. Pushing to prove to somebody I am better than that. And we don't even enjoy what we're trying to accomplish or achieve. We're just trying to prove that word is wrong over our lives. We can be something. We can achieve something. We can do what we intend to do. But the reality is here this morning, my brothers and sisters, that you must deal with the hurt of yesterday before you will enjoy your today and prosper in your tomorrow. But the good news here this morning is this. The good news is that God utilizes and takes broken and hurt and wounded things and makes something beautiful out of them. We'll i bring the house lights up just a little bit this is the picture of our lives the betrayal the abuse the pain the loss the disappointment disillusion grief the lies results in hurt we have a choice we can stay in our hurt today or we can give it to Jesus and he'll cause beautiful things to come out of our life the choice is ours Nobody can keep you unless you give them the ability to. But I've come today to challenge you. I've come to call you out. I know that we're dealing with something that's difficult for people to respond to because, first of all, it is real. And that's the reason we called it Real Life. And there are people here today that In this building, you've never accepted Christ as your Savior, you've never given Him your life, you've never given Him your hurts, your pains, your difficulty, you've never trusted Him with that. Others of you here today, you love God, but you've just learned how to cover up your hurt instead of deal with your hurt. And today, I want to challenge you to deal with the hurt. You see, it's like me here this morning. I've done my best to look pretty good. Some folks said I look pretty good. I guess I do. But you see up under all of this nice tie and suit, nice handkerchief, nobody knows I'm falling apart. knows I am messed up got all these wounds and hurts in my back my life's jacked up underneath a nice little suit but nobody wants to deal with what's under the suit we want to put on the facade and say it's alright but I ask you today what you gonna do with your pain what you gonna do with your hurt Are you going to live the rest of your life in the prison that words and things that have been done to you or said about you have put you in? Are you going to choose today to give them to God? See, in giving them to Him, we don't have to carry it anymore. He takes it and cleanses it out of us, washes it and makes us white as snow so we don't have to carry the hurt and the pain, but we can really be free and enjoy this life of victory for real. Amen? Hallelujah. Would you stand with me this morning? I want my prayer partners to come this morning. And I want you, if this message is for you, spoken to you, there's areas of your life that are hurting and you need a healer i want you to come this morning spend some time here with the loving father god and allow him to bring healing and hope to your hurt today don't try to cover it up don't try to masquerade it any longer but just give it to god and let your life be changed for real and forever Will you do that today? And say, sing this morning. Come on. Come on. If you don't want to come alone, ask somebody to come with you. But Whatever you do, don't leave with your hurt and your pain today. Bring it to Jesus. He really does heal. He really does heal.
1: my king would die for me amazing love i know it's true it's my joy to walk